Hello, hello everybody. Peace and blessings. Welcome to Broken Vessels Podcast. This is your host, Latoya Washington. And I have a special, special guest today, Miss Cynthia B. Jackson. I know we can't see y'all, but please give her a round of applause. <laughs> Amen. Hello, <laughs> my beautiful sister. Amen. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here, Latoya. You are such a blessing. I thank God for your Broken Vessels podcast, and I'm just happy to be here. Amen. We are so happy to have you. And I just want to say that um, Cynthia had hosted, had shared her testimony on our blog, and there was so many things that stood out for me. And if you haven't checked it out, please go on to Broken Vessels podcast as she shared her heart um, about shaking to move. And it's just that shaking sometimes can be difficult, right? In our spiritual journey. Um, so when you were writing it, uh, was it a difficult space to write from or was it just, it just flowed freely to show how you have healed from that shaking? Well, I, you know what, it's when you're healed, it, it's easy to talk about stuff. It becomes harder when you're not healed and those places are still tender and they're still, you know, in a vulnerable place. But when I wrote this blog, I, I I'm definitely, it definitely was healed from that, that shaking. But what I wanted to do in the blog is to encourage people that may not be in the healing process that to look forward to it, that you can eventually, you will be able to talk about your shaking process. And it's not going to be harder the more that you receive the healing from God. So it wasn't very hard. It took me back to a place where um, it kind of was encouraging me, encouraging me to just think of the goodness of God. And it brought me back to a place to say, oh God, I'm so grateful that I held on to you in the shaking process that I did not let go of you. Um, so it was like an encouragement to say, I held on Lord. And because I held on, I was able to get to the other side. So um, that as I was writing it, I was just praising God, just saying, Lord, I just thank you that even though at the moment I thought I was gonna lose my mind, I'm glad you gave me the wisdom and the strength and the fortitude to hold on to you in that shaking process. Amen, amen, amen. And so, you know, sometimes everyone's shaking can be different. Mm -hmm. I know you had talked about, you know, some your family and going into a new position or new area, um, but it can be different for many of us. Mm -hmm. And so one thing I really enjoyed is a few things that just stuck out to me in the blog, but it was when you talked about the perfect life. Mm -hmm. And I think Many of us have been there where we have this thing in mind on this spiritual journey. This is how I want it to be, what I want to do, and this is what's perfect for me. Mm -hmm. But I have a question, though, that just stood out when I was reading is, is it a possibility that what we have in mind goes against God's will and interferes with his purpose for our lives? Oh, absolutely. You know, when I talk about when I went through my shaking process, 
I mean, I grew up in the church. I grew up in Church of God in Christ. I knew the Lord, but I didn't have a relationship with him. I knew he was my savior, but I didn't I didn't have an intimate relationship with him. So when I when I got married, when I was I got married when I was 21, and so I thought my life was this perfect life and you know, I would have kids and yeah, Lord, you'll just stay over there, but um I thought that that was the that was the epitome. That was the pinnacle of my life. I would get married. I would have kids. I would love my husband. You know, my my life became my image of my life became my God. Mm. And even though I had I knew God, I had replaced that image with God. And I was like, I'm gonna just go all in into this. And so I kind of forgot about God in a sense, and I forgot about who I was. And so I think that for me, my shaking was God telling me that, hey, Cynthia, I belong in that place in your heart. For me, it was me putting my 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 image of my family, of what I always wanted to be, that had become my God. So God was like, no, I am your God. You need to do, you need to switch some things around. You need to know that I am the one that you need to be. I'm the one you should be focusing more on. I need to, I need for you to get to know me better. So talk about I had the perfect life. My perfect life was what I wanted. It wasn't what God wanted. You know what I'm saying? God wanted me to have a balance between knowing him and taking care of my family. And a lot of times we go in with the desire. I never forget one of my high school uh, classmates. She reminded me, I went home to visit one day and she said, I remember in your book, you put, I want to marry a military man and travel the world. <laughs> And that's exactly what I did. So, you know, that was part of my focus. That was what I wanted to do. That I didn't say anything else. And so I got that. So when I got what I thought I wanted, that was it. I didn't have no, no space, no room for anything else. So my image of perfect life was just, hey, this is first. My husband is first. Not that he shouldn't be, but... I, it was misappropriated balance. It was misappropriated. Mm. So when God dealt with me, it was about me putting more emphasis on things in my life that I thought was what I wanted. It wasn't what God said, no, there has to be a balance. And so yours might not be that. Yours might be, you know what I'm saying? Your perfect life with God. I want to do A, B, C, D. I want to do everything, right? And God is saying, well, yeah, that's okay, but I want you to go over here and do these things. And you will make mistakes in doing these things over here. And so I think when I, um, when I think about that whole era of my life and when God began to pull me away, it was, it was hurt. I'm talking about sis, it was hurting because it was what I wanted. It's like, God, yeah. you messing up my perfect life. You messing this up. And so I was kind of like, why are you messing this up? I, this is what I wanted. This is what I wrote in my yearbook. You know what I'm saying? To my friends. And now you coming in and you shaking some things, but it wasn't a part of his plan for my life. He never wanted me to have a misappropriated relationship between what I wanted as a perfect life and what he had for me as a purposeful life. See, perfect and purpose is two different things. Wow. Talk you know, about God said, you want perfect life, but I have a purposeful life. And God, oh, Jesus. you know what I'm saying? So now I want you, I want, I'm, pu I'm pulling you away so I can get you to focus on your purpose life and not your perfect life. Mm -hmm. And all of us have a purpose in life. Yes. All of us have a purpose yes. in life. Yes. And I love how you talked about in regards to um, God disrupting our plans. Mm. Uh, 
I think all of us had plans, you know, when you talk yep. about the high school, <laughs> the high school will and stuff. There was yeah. a lot of things I put in there. I still have my yearbook. So I look at that and say, oh, Lord, where was I at um, at 18 years old? Right. I really thought this was going to happen, but that was my plans. And when you when you are committed to your yes to the father, mm-hmm. he's going to disrupt some things yes. that you had in mind. So that mm-hmm. is so beautiful uh, to share that. And I hope that bless someone, too, that, you know, our what we have in mind may go may go against God's will. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to change some things and shake up some things. That's wonderful. Um, um, something else that stood out too in the blog was in regards to how sometimes it may feel like the shaking is destroying you. Mm-hmm. And I th- I'm reminded of, you know, when we're supposed to pick up the cross and follow him and die yes. daily, mm-hmm. how sometimes mm-hmm. it feels like I'm, I feel like I'm being destroyed here. Um, but really He's just drawing us closer and pushing us, as you said, yes. to a place of purpose that the purpose he has mm-hmm. for our lives and how it gives him the glory. Did you feel like it was going to destroy you? Oh, my God. I, I cried every day. I cried every day. Every day I was like, God, why is this happening? Because, again, remember, I had the perfect life. Remember, mm-hmm. that was my goal. So when, when God came in and he began to say, uh, no, it, it really, it really began to shatter some things in me. So uh, one of the things that I, 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 I talked about in, in my blog and one of the things that I had to, I had to just, I had to stop and say, Lord, this stuff is destroying me. And I had to stop and say, what is going on? Why do I feel like this? Well, I felt like that because God had to break some things down in my life. You can't break down uh, things in your life and it and it be comfortable, right? Like when you smash mm. something, it's not comfortable. When you when you begin to break some ideas and break down some belief systems, that that is not fun. And so I thought I was being destroyed. I was sad all the time. I I was crying. I never forget my brother in law. He had came to visit. And he looked at my feet. It had nothing. I have I have big feet, right? I wear size eleven, but that's okay. Take authority in a lot of places. Okay, that's what I say. My feet are big, but I tell people I, I get to take authority in more places than a size six person. Hey, not nothing against right. a size six person, but but he looked at my feet, right? And he was like, "Oh, sis, you wear." I didn't know your feet was that big, and I just bust out crying. But it had nothing to do with what he said. And he was like, "Oh, I'm yeah. so." I didn't know you were that sensitive about your feet. I'm like, boy, I ain't thinking about my feet. I'm thinking about, I'm just broken right now. So anytime somebody right. says anything to me, I'm a, I was just crying all the time. So yes, I thought that my life was over. I thought that what I was going through was going to destroy me. But what I found, what I found, sis, was that it didn't destroy me. When I made a decision, and and uh, you you may get to that, but when I made a decision to just stop focusing on woe is me, it got better. You know what I'm saying? It just yeah, it began to get better. I didn't feel like I was being destroyed, but when I was initially in it, and I didn't focus on God, and I was just concerned about my feelings and concerned about what I was going through, and woe is me, and I was to have a pity party. I was in the pit 
oh, it was feeling like I was going to just be destroyed. But yeah. I had to shift. Mm. I had to shift. If not, I, w- I think I would still be in that place at some some level. But you have to shift. So even though you may feel like you're being destroyed, you're going to have to have to make a decision to shift. You're just going to mm-hmm. have to do that. Because when you don't, you give authority you give your life you give authority to that thing basically mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you give permission i would say for that feeling those emotions to remain in you and to remain to you know they manifest so when you don't shift what you're essentially mm-hmm. saying is that i invite you to continue to utilize me to you know to to make me feel sad all the time so so mm-hmm. you just have to make a decision to say hey you know what i'm not going to sit here in the pit i'm not going to sit and have a pity party i'm going to have to make a decision so mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and that's so important when you said about the decision because we have to make a decision we can't we can't just be going back and forth and back and forth mm-hmm. it's important to make a decision we either going to make a decision and trust jesus on this journey, or we're just going to continue to stay stuck, like you said, and just woe is me in this pity party. And some of us sometimes enjoy that pit, mm. but you got to make a decision to come out of that. You have yeah. to make a decision. So how important is it to make that decision um, when you're going through the shaking? Well, you know what? It's so important to make that decision. One of the things that I remember, um, having one of my moments and and i just sat there and i said lord i'm gonna have to shift i like i'm either either i'm gonna believe what i do know the much you know like i said i grew up in church of god in christ so i did know the lord either i'm Mm -hmm. gonna take what i did know at that moment in my life about you and let you expose more now i didn't Mm -hmm. not granted i didn't say that what i'm saying now but i just i one and i said look either you're gonna stay frightful fearful are broken either you're gonna stay in this place cynthia or are you going to make a decision to trust me to have faith to believe in what i you know to believe in what i do know about god and i said i'm just gonna trust you lord i don't have nowhere else to go. remember in my blog i said my friends left me i had nobody mm-hmm. they, they thought i was crazy you know, you know, you know, when you when you go through broken places, you really, really know who is who's going to stick with you through the process, because if they're not really meant to be with you in this in that shaking process, they're going to start leaving. So I, w- I remember calling one of my friends and just wanting to talk about the situation. I was like, yeah, yeah. this happened. And, and she was just quiet on the phone. And, and, and I hung up the phone in the Holy Spirit. How many more times are you going to call somebody and, and talk to them? and not talk to me come on now and i was like mm-hmm. okay so he was like don't call that person anymore and i didn't and so that was that was step one i was i began to hear the holy spirit speak to me step mm-hmm. two i was like okay i need to pray because i knew how to pray and so every morning i would get up i would get on my knees i i didn't i didn't read my bible back then i didn't know no word all <laughs> i knew was jesus helped me and so i would yeah. get up and I would just pray, Lord, help me get me out of this. So that was number two, what I did. And number three, I was consistent. I was consistent because, you know, since I needed a breakthrough. 
And so the yeah. little pieces of what I did know about God, I was putting them things together, girl. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you taught me this in church back in 1982. Let me add this to the menu. Come on. Okay, uh, you know, Lord, you know, I, 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 I didn't speak in tongues at the time, but I was like, okay, Lord, so this, I need to put this with this. So I just started piecemealing stuff together. I was like, Lord, I don't know. I'm just going to take this from 1985 and Cathedral of Faith, Church of God in Christ, and I'm going to take it. And I started putting things together. And when I started making a decision to put those things together, God became game in and he actually, he created it for me. He created a space. It's like I was piecemealing things together. But then when I looked around, I had a masterpiece. Yes. Masterpiece. And I was like, God, wow, you follow this. You didn't piecemeal some stuff together based on history, but I'm going to give you something unique just for you. And he began to give me a plan. I began to fast. I had never fasted in my life. He said, I want you to fast three days. I want you to pray. I want you to, I want you to go in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he just began to give me this, this strategic plan that brought me up out of my pit. So that was a decision Mm -hmm. that I made. The first decision I made was I was not going to stay in that place because I knew that I could not, I was going to die. And the second decision I made was to just pull, I was pulling out. I was pulling things. I'm like, God, help me, you know, and he did. You know, what God does is even in our shaking, sis, he puts guardrails, spiritual guardrails around us. Mm. So mm. we think we about to go off the cliff and he like, uh-uh, you're not going oh, off God. the cliff. I got, I got a guardrail right Hallelujah. here. That's when you think you're getting ready to go. He Hallelujah. Oh, you know what? I'm going, I, he has spiritual, listen guys, he has spiritual guardrails around you oh, in the city. You're not going to mm. go over the cliff. You're not going to be the Hallelujah. He has it there. And so just when you think you're going over, he steps in because remember it is him that is working through you. You yeah. have to rely on him. So re- if it's anything I want to say about that, God places spiritual guardrails around you in the shaking. You're not going to go over the cliff and you're not going to be destroyed. Trust him. Take what you know. Take what you have. It's like the woman with the containers in the Bible. And, and uh, you know, Elijah told her, you know, use what you have. Go get yeah. it from your neighbors. Use what's in your hand and then allow me to work. So I just used what, what I had. And then God just expanded it like the young Mar with the fishes. Use what you got. And so that's what I did. Amen. Listen, I hope y'all got that spiritual guardrails because that was a sure enough nugget right there. I felt that because he is protecting and hedging us even in the shaking. Even Mm. in the shaking, he is shielding us and protecting us. Man, that is so, so good. Glory to God on that one. I felt that one. So in in this walk, in this journey, how has your faith in Jesus Christ brought hope in that hopeless when it felt like a hopeless situation how has your faith brought hope in that uh well you know what in in that situation i had no hope at that moment mm-hmm. um, i had faith you know i had a mm-hmm. I had faith to believe that i knew i needed jesus but how it encouraged me when i think about pre-1998 and how mm-hmm. who i was and when i think about post-1998 and all of the years from then up until now um who i am i have i that's why i encourage people so much that you don't stop you know Mm -hmm. you don't stop 
and I say stop because I don't want people to know like <laughs> you don't you just don't stop like you don't stop when you when you when God reveals who he is to you he has more to reveal about who he is and more importantly who you are so mm -hmm. I never forget I was I'll, I'll share this this story with you I was yeah I was filled with the Holy Spirit now granted I went to Church of God in Christ Church but I never had experience, I don't think, and I don't think about, I never experienced, you know, speaking in tongues. And so I went to noonday prayer. I was pregnant with my second son and we held hands. And one of the things, the one of the uh, elders looked at me and he said, it's two things you're concerned about. You're concerned about your marriage and you're concerned about speaking in the spirit. And so um, we held hands and I'm telling you, I was on my lunch break. And so mm -hmm. everything just, flowed out of me speaking in time. I mean, I went back to work and I was like, I can't go back to work because every word that came out of my mouth was tongue. <laughs> and I was like, I can't talk on the phone because I'm speaking in tongues. But I got filled with the Holy Spirit at noonday prayer. And once that happened, once it's like God just revealed even more of who he was. And that gave yeah. me hope. That gave me hope. And I was like, God, this is who you are. Because remember I said before, I knew him as, uh, I didn't know him <coughs> intimacy. I just knew him as God. But when oh I my. got the covers revealed back, I was like, God, you're not only my God, you're my friend. Like I can talk to you. Mm -hmm. Like you're not only my friend, but you're my savior. Like you're really concerned about me. And I, and I don't have to just go and ask you for stuff. Like I can just go and talk to you. Like I can mm -hmm. just say, God, how you doing today? You know, Lord, this is what happened. Just like we're talking right now says, mm -hmm. I really got that. I got mm -hmm. that when God began to reveal to me. So as he began to reveal to me, I, I began to have more faith in him. Like, mm -hmm. no, and because all of my friends left me, you know what I'm saying? Because I had no one around me in my shaking process. So that's another thing. The shaking process is going to move some people from you. Come on now. But I'm telling you, it's going to, the shaking process will break down some relationships, but that's okay because if they were meant to remain, they wouldn't have been broken down. Oh my. If they were meant, if you're going through a shaking process right now and people are exiting your life, it's probably a part of God's plan because if they were meant to stay there, they would not have been moved. Come on. Just think Come about on. that. If God is taking you through a shaking process, are you going through a shaking process? And God is going to use that shaking process for his glory and people began to let them go. I don't know who this is I'm talking to Come right on. now. Let them go. It's okay. You're going to be hurt. You're going to miss them. But let them go because you're, pro you're getting to the other side. Your shaking process and the benefits and the blessing that's going to come on the other side of this is worth releasing them. So let them go. It's okay. God will use that spot that they were in your life to fill it with somebody else that will remain through another shaking process that you may go through. I have met so many great people in my life because I made a decision, another decision to not call that person back, right? To not want to dwell on lost relationships. I made a decision. I was like, I'm not going to do it. If they want to go, they have to go because if they were meant to be, they would have stayed with me and they would have went through me through the process. And so I just want to encourage someone if there are some people and mm -hmm. they have, they can't stand the shaking, let them go. They can't stand the shaking, let them go. Let them go. Just release them. It's okay. Let them go. Yeah, let's just let them go because if they were meant to be there, 
they would remain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They would remain. And we, yeah, and we don't have to. And I love that you said that because even though they left, we don't have to slander either. Absolutely. We don't gotta be mad that they left. We may not understand why they left, but you know what, boo? God bless you. Yes. God bless yes. you. Yes. It yeah. hurt, but we don't have to ruin that relationship in a, in a negative way. God no, just no. moves them out, but we don't have to right. do what the world does. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But be right. Christ-like in that separation of that relationship. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. I, I because, just feel the Holy Spirit on that. Because he's moving them, not because they're bad people, not because they're evil. It's just that your purpose to him is bigger than what they bring to the table at that time. Like mm. getting to your purpose is his first agenda. And so if, if God sees that your focus is going to be more on any other relationship, he will remove that relationship so that he can get the most and the best out of you and reveal the best and the most in you to yourself. Because a mm-hmm. lot of us don't know who we are until God tells us. Right. I didn't know. who yes. I was. God had to tell me who I was. And so if I have this man, I'm with you distractions mm-hmm. if i have people around me and 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 they they become like a uh not i don't want to say they're distraction but they're interfering or interrupting what god wants to birth out of us he will say okay i gotta move them out of your life right now doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you're not mm-hmm. friends with them doesn't mean that you get to hate them it's just that it's just not their season your season is to find out who you are so that when you do reconnect you will have a better understanding of who you are and you won't be swayed, tossed, driven, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so true. I'm so glad you touched on that because someone, whoever's tuning in needs to hear that. Let them go. Let mm-hmm. them go. And it's okay to still honor them even though God said let them go. We don't need to slander. Won't God be disrespectful? And right. even if they may leave in a dishonorable way, mm-hmm. continue to remain honorable continue to remain honorable um i'm it's just so good um but you brought up something about being broken and i just mm-hmm. had a question because i know broken vessels podcast but we talk about broken seems like a negative word when mm. something's broken natural sometimes we throw it away you know we break glass and we just toss it but i love how you talked about how parts of you was kind of like you pull from different places and then god made this masterpiece and so being a broken vessel what does that mean to you you know in your walk yeah when when i when i talk about broken i'm talking about like broken in a sense that you really don't know who you are right like you you just you're broken in places like you just latching on to everything that comes i know for me like I would be like, mm, I don't know who I am, so I'm hanging with Latoya today. So I'll just be Latoya, you know, whatever Latoya likes, I like whatever Latoya. Oh my. I want to do. So when you're broken, you're open to the you're open to uh, mirroring other people's lives and ignoring your own uniqueness and your own purpose, right? So you begin mm. to ignore who you are to take on somebody else's temperament, somebody else's, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Assignment. And you just, you just forget about you because you're broken. You have your pieces all everywhere. You don't have a clear picture of who you are. So Mm -hmm. now that may Mm -hmm. come from, 
you know, the way you grew up. You may have been abused growing up. You may have been uh, talked about. You know what I'm saying? You may have been feeling rejected. It's a lot of things that plays into that brokenness. You know, we all were born into situations and we all experienced things in life that did not feed our purpose or the best of us, right? And so when that happens, you begin to pick up things that are not who you are. And so you're just broken, right? You're just picking Mm -hmm. up and and so when I think about broken, I always think about brokenness as an opportunity for God to create a masterpiece, right? When you come, Mm -hmm. he said, come to me. You know what I'm saying? If you're broken and hearted and you heavy hearted, he likes that. Like he he wants you to come into a position where you you're you're you need him. And so then he mm-hmm. begins to show you first who you are. He begins mm-hmm. to show you your uniqueness. He begins to show you like, wow, you know, you can do that because I'm going to give you the strength to do it. So brokenness is a good place for some people to be because that's when God can really show you who build you up and mm-hmm. show you who you are and make you whole. So you may come as a broken vessel because mm-hmm. of past experience, but God will create a masterpiece out of that broken mm-hmm. because he'll say i want this piece i don't want that piece you know it, it gives yeah. the opportunity to pick the pick pick up the things and then create a masterpiece so um mm-hmm. i was broken I, i'm telling you now i didn't know who i was and my shaking just really broke me down basically i was mm-hmm. already just let me just say this i was already broken but i didn't know i was broken you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying I didn't, I didn't know Come i was on. broken i thought i was perfect but when oh, I really Jesus. got to the place where I got revealed me to me, I was like, Lord, I didn't know what was I doing. I didn't even know who I was. You know what I'm saying? What the heck was I thinking? <laughs> I was so broken back then. When I thought I had it together, I was really broken. But God in his mm-hmm. love and his mercy and his grace, he said, Cynthia, you were broken, but I accepted you as a broken. But then I'm going to create. I'm going to show you who you are. And he just began to show me who I was. And, I, and I'm and i telling you right now, sis, I would look at myself and be like, girl, who are you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would be so like, because <laughs> when I look at my 20, Cynthia, I'm thinking, girl, you ain't had a clue what was in you. If I knew what was in me when I was 20, you couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> Talk about it talk about it we would have been different yeah you couldn't (laughs) tell me nothing if i knew what god had called me to do i would have done it but god in his grace and his mercy and his time and he knows how to pull things out you at the right time and so he wants us to come to a place where hey lord i need you and and sometimes when we think about joseph right he was broken in the prison but god used him even in this place so i think even in your brokenness god can still use you but he can build you up in that process so um I love your podcast, you know, Broken Vessels. You know, it, God can use anything, even a broken vessel. He can use anything and he can give you hope. And so my hope was, and my faith was encouraged. Uh, and even now, like I said, I look back and I'm like, I was broken, but God, you just totally transformed my life. And so I have more faith in you than ever now because I know you did it. I ain't had no friends around me. You did it. Yeah, yeah. And, and to think too that, you know, a lot of us, had the support and some of us didn't mm-hmm. so how you know just thinking how many times that can lead to depression mm-hmm. when you have nobody around you mm-hmm. and it's just like in that moment god's just like but i'm here you know yes. i'm here 
you know are you listening I'm here and it's just like it's in those moments too where I started to learn more about who God was and then I started to learn about who I am in him um oh it it wasn't easy though you know so I'll be honest I 100% can relate to it's like where is everybody but he had to shake up all those things and it did feel like we were broken but he brought us he brought those pieces together were masterpieces in his eyes and it's and all for his glory we are masterpieces in his eyes but it's all for his glory i am just i'm just so excited to have my sister here cynthia b jackson and just tell us a little bit about the different things god is doing in your life as well i know you have a podcast and just share that so others can reach out and just view oh yeah yeah. Well, yeah, well uh, I have a, I have my CynthiaBJackson.com. You know, my website is out there, www.CynthiaBJackson.com. You can go and check it out. And some of the things that um, the Lord is doing uh, through me in this season, I'm so grateful to just allow him to use me is um, I have um, a, a podcast that I do once a month and I do it on whatever the Lord leads me. This month is on the lifestyle of prayer. So I have my podcast and you can listen to it on Spotify. And I also have um, my um, YouTube channel. Um, I need to put a little bit more on my YouTube channel, but hey, it's gonna come. I, I'm the type of person, I, I'm led okay. by the spirit. The Bible clearly says that those that are children of, now I might be paraphrasing, those that are ch- children of God are led by God. And so I'm usually led by the spirit. So whatever the Lord mm-hmm. tells me to do, I'm open, I'm flexible to do it. I don't stay on one thing. I'm like, even with my prayer, I'm like, God, what are you, what do you want me to pray about? What do you want me to say? Because he gives us our daily bread. And so because mm-hmm. he gives us our daily bread, I look forward to what he presents before me. And then I move out on it. So I got my website. I got my podcast on um, uh, the lifestyle of prayer this month. And I also will be um, writing um, my book, The Prayers, Speaking Encouraging Words, uh, is what That's I do. Cool. I do a podcast. And, I mean, mm-hmm. a, a blog I do. And it's just, I come on just to share encouraging words you know one of the things that i uh stand on and what i believe is that god called me to do is he calls me to um, encourage he calls me to serve and he calls me to um just be a blessing to the body of christ so i come to serve i come to give and i come to edify and those are the three pillars that i stand on and i do those things so people will know that they can live beyond their expectation because we have expectations but sometimes they're limited and when god begins to enter into your life he shows you that you're worth more than you think you are and that you can do more than you are doing and so that was one of the things that the lord had to deal with me i never thought i was good enough to do anything right growing mm-hmm. up I thought, hey everybody's doing it better than me but then God began to reveal that, hey, what I placed on the inside of you is to be released. And so that's how I release what God's placed on the inside of me through my podcast, through my video blogs, you know, on YouTube. And then my new book that will be coming out, um, Speaking Encouraging Words, Prayer Declarations. And this month I started on my website because the book is being um, published. But this mm-hmm. month I want to give individuals a preview. And my declaration prayer book is that you say a prayer for seven days. You say it for 
I'm sorry, for 30 days for the whole month. And so when the Lord downloaded that into me, he said, you know what? There are a lot of devotionals. I love devotionals. I got them back here in my book. That's right. But it's, yeah. not, it's something about when you get the word of the Lord on the inside of you and you began to declare it each and every day. Mm-hmm. And so June, the month of June, I'm focusing on peace. And so there's a, a, a definition that the Lord gave me about peace. It's not Miriam Webster. I think it's downloaded from the Holy Spirit. So everybody don't get antsy. <laughs> it's a scripture, John 14 and 27, and it's a declaration. And my prayer is that when people read that for 30 days, it will get in their spirit and they will have it. You know, a lot of times we move too quick. We read a devotional and we go to the next devotional when we haven't allowed that first word to settle in us. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the things that the Lord told me. He said, I want you to write a prayer declaration book and I want you to encourage people to focus on that one prayer and that one scripture for 30 days and meditate on it till it becomes a part of their spiritual DNA. And so mm-hmm. that's what the prayer declaration book is about. And I'm also uh, getting ready to republish my first book, Contending for Your Destiny. I awesome. made some changes, I'm doing some revisions. And so I'm, I'm in the process of doing that. So a lot is going on, but I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so grateful to have just to God to just to use me. I mean, again, I never thought that I would be write a book. I mean, I just never thought it. And so when I aligned my life, when I surrendered to Jesus and he began to show me who he created me to be and what was on the inside of me, I have confidence that I am going to do what he's called me to do because I can't do it without him. And so because I choose not to do it without him, I'm going to do it. I want to be obedient. Those are the things that are going on. Yes. Amen. But this is a blessing. I hope all of you that tuned in were truly blessed and encouraged. Thank you you for tuning into broken vessels podcast i think you know when like you said it's spirit led and and i feel the same way with things you know i don't get into everything i just take my time or what are you saying because i didn't used to be that way but god's just like listen this is who you talk to this is who you ask this is you know reach out and it's people i don't even know because he's even going to the people who are not in the spotlight you know but are doing mm-hmm. things in the kingdom behind the scenes you know they're not all mm-hmm. on Facebook, but he's like you know reaching out to them and 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 so i'm just so grateful for you saying about being spirit led you know don't be so hasty to just put your hands to everything ask yeah. god you know like you said about relationship earlier in the podcast you know you start to have this intimate relationship with the lord you think about, about how this about this, you know, mm-hmm. this pleasing to him. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, is this? I, and I just to wanna. Uh, oh, is this honoring him? You know, you're you're walking. You can you can hear me, right? Oh, go ahead, sis. No, no, I, 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 it was a delay. Yes, I, I was going to say, I, I'm so grateful for you. I see the things that you're doing. And I, and I just thank God that you are stepping out and being a blessing to all of the women and men. Because you never know, you know, we focus on, you know, we focus on women, but the men get blessed too, you know. And so I just thank God for 
Broken Vessels. I, I love your book. Uh, um, I haven't finished reading it all, but I love the poems. I love the gift that God has placed on the inside of you. And I love you. And I, and I thank God that you are allowing God to use you and you just keep doing what God's called you to do. You just, you know, I just really sense that the Lord is going to also just begin to unfold you in other places. And, you know, just, just go with the flow. Like he just said, be spirit led and, and just allow God to use you. And, and, and he has some big things in store for you. And I just can't wait to see those things manifest. So I just, I just speak a blessing over broken vessels and all those that are connected to you, that you would align the right people in your life and around you to uh, extract all of the gifts that is in you. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Miss Cynthia. And I love you too. You know, it's just, I love you too. I just thank God for your sacrifice and coming on here and sharing your testimony. And everyone be sure to reach out to CynthiaBJackson.com and see all that God is doing in her life and how she's blessing people. And I pray you all were blessed by this. And before we end this podcast, is there anything you want to share to the men and women of God that may be tuning in or even to someone who may not know Jesus that may be listening? Anything you want to share that's on your heart? Yeah, I just I just want to encourage if you're watching this right now and you're going through a shaking process and and you're thinking, man, I'm just not going to make it. I want to encourage you that you are going to make it. You are going to make it because as I stated earlier, God has placed spiritual guardrails around your life that the enemy will not be able to pull you beyond that point. He's already covered you. And, and guess what? God has already declared your victory. So come into agreement with your victory that God has already declared over your life. You have victory written over your situation. You just have to make a decision of how are you going to partner with Jesus in this shaking? Don't do it alone. He's holding you right now. Don't let him go. And if you are going through a shaking process and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, I just encourage you to get on your knees and just ask him, surrender to him. You know what? He said in his word that if you confess me, confess your sins and believe that he is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, he will come and reside on the inside of you. You are created to have a relationship with your creator. And it is through Jesus Christ that you get to have that intimacy with God, the father. So I just encourage you to get on your knees. When I rededicated my life back to Jesus, I did it in my bedroom with Joyce Myers. That's how I did it. And you can do it today with Broken Vessels with Latoya Washington and Cynthia B. Jackson. You can stop what you're doing right now. You can get on your knees and you can say, Lord, I am shaken. I don't, I don't know if I'm coming or going, but I want to know you and I need you to get me through this process. And so use what you have. You may have grown up in church. You know how to say the Lord's Prayer. You know how to say Psalm 23. You know how to say Psalm 91. Some things God, you know, we know if you can say Jesus help, even that will help. Just get on your knees because Jesus is calling you. He's calling you through this situation. So I just pray that you would just make a decision today to surrender to him so that he can hold you through this shaking process. And there is victory on your life and it's victory on the other side of your shaking. Amen. Amen. Again, thank you all for tuning into Broken Vessels podcast. And I'm just going to ask Miss Cynthia to just pray us on out, but also for 
to check us. Two weeks, we got Sister Asia Parks coming in two Yay. weeks on Broken Vessels Podcast. And I'm so excited to interview her as well. She has a beautiful testimony that I know yes. is going to encourage our brothers and sisters in the Lord. So if you could just pray us out, Cynthia, and yes. I love you yes. all. So, Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord, we thank you for who you are. You are great. You are mighty and no one can stand against you. You are the only true living God. You are Jehovah Jireh, the one that provides for us. You are the one that places a banner upon our life that though God declares that we belong to you. So, Father, I thank you for this moment of encouragement that you have given to us. I thank you, Lord God, that we will meditate on what you've spoken through us today, Father God, that we will hold on to your word. We will hold on to all the things that you revealed to us today, Father God. And I thank you, Father God, for those, Lord God, that have made a decision to surrender to you today, Father God. Heaven is celebrating, Lord God, as a result of their surrendering, Father God. And I just ask that you keep them, Lord God, and that you bring them to the other side of their shaking, Father God, and that they are reminded that you are for them and not against them, and that you have a plan and a purpose for their lives, Father God. We love you and we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Beautiful people and have a blessed day. Have a good day. Thank you, Sid.